0: What's up everybody, this is Wolverine the FM Machine, Mr. GMSI himself, Brian Cage We're over here at House of Glory Wrestling There's some wrestling going on in the ring But it's not Brian Cage, so no one really cares about it Because I'll get my shit in later tonight, that's the only thing that really matters And you guys are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast Check it out
1: you a weird question go ahead bray wyatt has like the dark creepy room he brings with himself like everywhere right i believe so yes how does he bring that with him to every arena he's in i i don't know raymundo what do you think
2: i believe he has a portal
1: bray wyatt has Uh, a You know what? Out of every explanation I've ever heard to like, they use the weirdly specific ways to justify his bullshit. I would not. Be- I would totally believe that Bray Wyatt has a magical portal that he brings his creepy pot smoking room with to every show. <laughs> Wait, where do I, you think all the smoke's coming from? Smoking what? a blunt with Van Dam. No, it's like, dude, we're smoking a blunt here. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. We'll get more into Bray Wyatt later on. But as for now, I am Avenging Ben. And I'm Homebuck Mike. And joining us tonight, we have a very special guest. He is a student over at the House of Glory Wrestling School. He is a good friend of us in real life. Welcome to the show, Ray Raymundo. How are you doing, buddy? Munda, Munda, Munda.
2: Thank you, Mr. Avenging Ben and Mr. Sarantino. Ah, very good, sir. So, are you doing good? Yes, I am. So if we,
1: before we get into the nitty-gritty of the wacky world of wrestling, both professional and indie, what's it like over at the House of Glory Wrestling School? Can you give us a little, can you give us a little uh, peek inside of the world of the wrestling school?
2: <clears throat> well, for those that know, our main trainers are Amazing Red and the great Brian Excel. It's a wrestling school like none other. We're trained by the best wrestlers out there. We have our own talent that you guys see at the indie shows, Smiley, Mark Quinn, Isaiah Cassidy, Chris Seaton, all the guys helping out. It's a great atmosphere it's for any student that wants to become a wrestler. Anyone that wants to get into this business, you have to go through House of Glory. Is
1: it like daily, is it like, is it like a weekly session, an everyday thing, is it like dates, you have your own specific dates you need to train, or is it just like a gym you can go on anytime you want?
2: For anybody that's coming in new, like myself, it's Tuesdays and Thursdays from 4:30 to six. Once you get to the advanced, you'll have another date added to that. Mm, After that, bad. it's it's a lot of work though. So if you're committed to it, <clears throat> then I recommend coming down. Mm.
1: Sounds like a really interesting sounds like a really interesting process. Have you been taking? Have you been learning how to take bumps, how to do stuff like that?
2: Uh, Yes, that's one of the first things you learn is those bumps. Those are the hardest things in wrestling. It's the basics, but it's one of the hardest things for somebody coming in new. You have to learn those bumps. You have to learn how to run the ropes. You have to learn a lot of stuff we don't give wrestlers credit anymore for. The basics are the hardest thing to learn when you're starting wrestling.
1: Absolutely. I can totally agree with that. There's, there's There's a lost art to taking a bump that I think a lot of people don't appreciate anymore.
2: I agree, Mr. Avenging Ben. You,
1: you can just say you can just say Ben, Raymundo. No. I
2: will I will call you by your proper title,
1: Mr. Avenging Ben. And I'm just, and I'm
0: just
1: Mr. Sarantino. Mr. Sarantino. I am Mister, the law. Mister, Mr. Mr. Sarentino to the principal's office, please.
2: I am the law of professional wrestling. If you want me to be on this podcast, you want me to speak like this.
1: Christ, you're the long—is oh, that going to be is that going to be your—you're sh- the long <laughs>
0: professional wrestling?
2: Ah, yes, it is.
1: is okay. Shapiro
0: uh,
1: Jr. over here, folks. Chupiro Jr. over here, very good. That is another great man. Well, Raymundo, have you listened to the podcast before you've been on it now? Uh, yes, I have. So you're familiar with our format? Uh, yes, yes, I am. Very good. So very quickly, we're going to go through the bells and whistles of Ron Smackdown very quickly because— I think we're starting to get into this weird repetition every week, where we're kind of saying the same things about Raw and SmackDown week after week. And sure enough, this week was no different, except I feel that this week, finally, Raw had a show that was above average. They had a show that was good. Yeah. But if you had to say, I'm going to ask both of you guys individually, who would you say won the week in terms of content? Do you think it was Raw or SmackDown? Mike, you first.
0: Uh, I would say SmackDown, because... That one segment that we'll talk about with Dolph Ziggler, that just that just stole uh, the week for SmackDown. That was a winning promo, and that like was it now like eight nine weeks in a row that they've won this war.
1: Like eight or nine weeks going on, and Raymond and uh, Raymundo, who do you think won the week in terms of content?
2: I feel as if Raw had the opportunity to win this war this week, however. They still couldn't do it. Even having their pay-per-view on Sunday, I was like, can they do it? Can they follow up a great show they just had? SmackDown still had it. I think it's our hometown boy, Kurt Hawkins, that are taking it for me. I'm not sure.
0: Well, now, oh, God. God.
2: <laughs> just imagine, he finally
1: debuts. He finally debuts. And it's gonna, guys, I'm retiring. I had a great run. I'm retiring. I had a great run. And I, I've proven everything I need to in WWE.
0: Fuck. Oh, my God. I would fucking kill myself if he does that. <laughs> you, you he can th- come
2: back to the Indies. He'll come back to Hog. Oh my we'll God. take him in. Uh. Get up here!
1: No! No more Gerdoggins! No more with that. No, DJ. No. Oh, my God. So, moving on to the actual card of law. Overall, I feel like the first hour was really just in response to the presidential debate. Yeah. It was really just like, let's throw every single thing we have at the wall and see what sticks. But really, yeah. it, was, it was carbon copies of both matches that we'd gotten at Clash of Champions the night before. And they were good matches, but ultimately you just really have to ask yourself, what the fuck was the point? You have a United States Championship match that goes to a double countout, which was a waste of time. That was That annoyed me. And then, you and me both talked about this. There was a glimmer, a glimmer of hope for Gallows and Anderson. They're like, okay, it is do or die time. They're going to win tonight. And sure enough, they didn't.
0: You thought? I, I give up on the club. I, I give, give up.
1: Hard giving up on them. Because
0: Send the them to SmackDown.
1: Send them to SmackDown. It's really the best place for them right now, along with AJ. <coughs> Is it their
2: fault or is it the booking?
1: It's the booking. It's the booking's fault. No, Gallows and Anderson are two incredibly talented dudes. But the the the, the tag team division on Raw is garbage.
2: Yeah. They have Thanks. no one else to compete with though. It's always gonna be oh, them new date. new
1: Day. Actually, that might have changed this Monday night with the addition of a brand new tag team. Oh
0: fuck off. <laughs> oh,
1: fuck, fuck off. We're so pissed. When this happened, everybody, you have to believe me. Me and Mike chat with each other during these shows via Skype or like Facebook DM. And when this was announced, he was so furious. What? What? Mike, would you tell the nice people at home what happened? Who this new tag team is on Raw? <sighs> oh
0: my God, I fucking hate this. I hated this segment. I hated it. I hated it. I hate it. Cesaro and Sheamus, for the past two months, have been involved in a best-of-seven series. At the fucking pay-per-view, the finish that they go with is a double count-out. No, I will not face the facts. The next fucking night on Raw, Mick Foley comes out, and granted, he is a great promo, but... He was sucking their dicks too much. He's like, I love you guys. Like, I, I care about you guys a lot. I'm going to put you in a tag team. Have you faced the tag champions in the future? At that point, I lost it. I completely agree. You wasted two months. Two months for Cesaro versus Sheamus.
1: As a tag team. And you know what the funny thing is? I'm sure. I'm sure they're going to be a good tag team, I'm more than certain they are. The matches between them and New Day will probably be amazing. And if Gallows and Anderson don't leave Raw and they stay there, I'm sure matches between them and Sheamus and Cesaro will be great matches. But when we were built up for weeks with this best of seven series, we thought one of them, one of them was finally going to go over. This was either going to be this is going to be, we're giving Seamus another chance, which would be a stupid ID, ID and a stupid ID, but <laughs> say it. Sound it up. a stupid idea, thank you, you I, have to work, I have to work on my grammar, would have been a stupid idea, but then the other option is, this is finally, we're finally pulling the trigger on a Cesaro push, we're putting him in the main event picture, this would have been the best idea for him, but no, we're putting them in a tag team. And it's a really stupid idea. I'm sure these matches are going to be great. I more than guarantee these matches are going to be great. But it's not a good idea. Raymundo,
2: what do you think? We need Chris Hera. <laughs> oh, that's my only my only thought when I saw this team I'm like, oh, the Kings of Wrestling need to return.
0: Yeah, because- that was that was a potential in what, 2013?
2: Yeah, when yeah. he was Cassius Ona, I guess.
0: Overly, snap, you like the twig. Thank you, DJ. He's doing I more than snapping you. He's doing more than and twigs. Like he's eating Snickers. He's eating burgers. Just fucker. Oh my god! But I respect a, your DJ. You, he's a well gentleman. <laughs> you know what I would have done? I would have done. Now this sounds even more stupid than what they, McFoley did on Raw, but. I would give them both title shots. I would have Sheamus be number one contender for the United States title. Yeah, and, Ces- and have Cesaro the number one contender for the Universal title. Oh, I why want- not
2: just bring back the European title?
0: Fuck yes! that! Fuck that! Less titles. How about that idea?
1: Bring back the bring back the Hardcore Championship.
0: <laughs> you know what WWE's problem is in in the year 2016 is that they don't give a fuck about titles.
1: They really don't.
0: They don't. You have your U.S. and Intercontinental champions lose on a weekly basis every fucking week. One week, it's either them or the tag champions. Or you have your main champion get pinned or submitted by a fucking guy that's not going to get a title shot. That annoys the fuck out of me.
1: Damn. Moving on to the rest of Raw. A highlight of Raw was a cruiserweight tag team match between Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan versus Lindsay Dorado and Drew Gulak. This was an g- awesome match. This was awesome.
0: Yeah, what a, r- what a random ass tag team that Gulak and Dorado was.
1: Random as hell, but you know what? Less said the better, because this this is one match that is sure to please. This was a great match.
0: Cedric was awesome, Swan was awesome. I didn't see much of Dorado, but Gulak was good as well.
1: You'll notice the- that, here's the funny thing on this show, if we have less to say, about a match on Raw or SmackDown. Chances are it's really good and you should probably watch it. Yeah. If we have less to say about it. But moving on, okay, and the, you went on your rant before. And this is what really, this is what really, this is what really grinds my gears. Okay.
0: Get we ready, ha- Cincinnati.
1: Get ready, Cincinnati. Get ready for a good old pummeling because I'm coming at you. Exactly. All right. The match of the night tonight, Monday night, was TJ Perkins, the new Cruiserweight Champion. It was his RAW debut, I think, and it was him versus Tony Nese, who was at House of Glory just a few, just a week ago. HOG brings the best talent. He and that match with him and Ken Broadway was friggin' awesome. That dude, those two, two hell of a good workers, and they put on a great match. <clears throat> but moving on, they have a match with. He has a match with TJ Perkins. This is a really good match. Not at the height of anything that was on the cruiserweight classic, but this was a damn good match. But then, Cincinnati, these brainless, backwards idiots decide not to chant for the two guys in the ring, and they instead start chanting
2: CM Punk.
0: You see the look in Shane's eyes when you heard that gong? That was a look of fear. No. Oh,
1: what? <laughs> what? Okay. Okay. DJ, sidebar. If you're going to start using weird ass sound effects, have them make sense in context, okay? Ooh. We just lost our DJ right there. He probably just quit the show right there. <laughs> I am not going to...
2: DJ, if you need a lawyer, call me.
1: Jesus Christ. But moving on. And then, if that was not enough, they start chanting. Yes, but but not only that, they also start chanting, Randy Savage! And at that point, I officially threw up my hands and said, okay, fuck this. Brad, Cincinnati, you can firmly go fuck off.
0: They, hey, you people want to lose division and you don't give it any respect? Are you fucking serious?
1: Ramundo? what do you think? Well, they, they were fucking idiots, right?
0: I feel like I feel like they were watching
2: a different show, that they were that bored that they start talking about a guy that got taken down in a, less than a minute in the UFC. Did they have to bring up CM Punk? I guess they're confused with Tony Nese that he
0: kind of looks like CM Punk. Not even. He looks nothing like him. That's not even the issue. The issue is that they had not promoted these cruiserweights perfectly. They just, they just throw them out there and be like, listen, guys, these guys can fly around the ring. They can do all sorts of shit. So enjoy enjoyed them. This was TJ Perkins' Raw debut. And he proceeded to get Punk chance. He proceeded to get Randy Savage chance, And then and when he won after, the match, they this, cut to the next segment. And this was after. And this was after he debuts with his awesome
2: entrance music. It sounds like an 8-bit video game. He did get hype from the Mega Man creators, too, on Twitter. So at least he got that for
0: him. Yeah, but Mega Man's not going to help him in his WWE career. Jesus
1: Christ. Exactly, this theme kicks so much ass. Moving on, we had the main event with Enzo Amore, Big Cass versus Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. The only, this was a good match. The only thing of worth note talking about out of this match was that amazing spot where Jericho hands his scarf to Owens and Owens just hucks it. He just throws it.
0: That was one highlight, and I laugh every time he does this. When Kevin Owens does the Enzo Amore dance, that is the funniest shit I've ever seen, in re- like in the past like three months.
3: It you really was.
0: You know what I'm talking about when he when he's. I don't even know what to call. It. What is the? What is that even? What is that dance move even called? The Enzo?
1: The epileptic chicken?
0: Well, whatever he's doing, he's doing it on the apron and <laughs> just his face. Kevin Owens, he's like the man right now on Raw. He re- he's crushing
1: it consistently every single week. But moving on from Raw, we are going. We got through Raw in record time this week. And now, no,
0: it really, really wasn't that much. Seth Rollins, the storyline was that he was hurt so he couldn't wrestle that night. So I, I and the next pay-per-view is Hell in a Cell, which I think it's going to be Rollins and Owens and a cell. And then I think they're going to put Roman and Rusev in the cell as well, so we're going to get two fucking Hell in a Cell matches.
1: Possibly three. They're considering doing a female Hell in a Cell match.
0: No, don't do that. No. Mm. Don't put don't put Sasha and Charlotte in a Hell in a Cell. By the way, that will be on next week's Raw. As well, as well as T.J. Perkins and Brian Kendrick in a rematch from which, Clash of thank Champions. God, advertise the matches you're gonna have. Jesus. you want to know? You want to know why? Because the ratings are hitting them so fucking hard. Monday Night Football, the presidential debate. Um, there's like another show I'm I'm blanking on it right now, but it involves Ray J. Like those shows are beating Raw. How?
1: I do not know. It's a bad place for them as far as the ratings go. But moving on to a show that actually did do well in the ratings and was much better for, um, Tuesday Night SmackDown. I, I, got, used, I got so
3: used to it. Kurt Hawkins? Mm,
1: yes, no. unfortunately. Actually, if we do need to get into Kurt Hawkins, it's now because he had another. Curt Isaac. Hawkins? I mean, DJ, play it. Hawkins? Yeah. He had another set of really, 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 really stupid-ass promos this week. And he was doing that Titanic thing where he's sitting in a pose like, paint me like one
0: of your French girls. So, I don't understand. What is this gimmick? Is he, is he trying to be Chuck Norris or Rose from the Titanic? Or is
1: he trying to be Tyson Kidd?
0: Wasn't the whole fact thing his gimmick? I don't know, Ray. What do you think about Brian Myers returning as Kirk Hawkins?
2: I see him not trying to be Tyson Kidd. I see him just being another Matt Hardy. Because he's doing a fact every damn promo. Anybody? DJ, play the theme or don't play the theme. What are you doing?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Kurt Hawkins.
2: Okay. Doctors I remember when it was the Mattitude gimmick sleep. every time. Matt hates mustard. Matt does this. Matt does that. That's what Curt Hawkins is turning into, and hopefully he finally debuts next week in the ring, because if not, this is just getting annoying.
1: I completely agree 100%. This is At first, it was funny. The second week, it was annoyingly stupid, but funny. It gave us material to work with. But now that it's going on three-something weeks, now I'm like, okay, either debut or fuck off already.
0: You know what I just thought of? If they want Curt Hawkins to be their Matt Hardy version 2.0, Matt Hardy had Shannon Moore as his little follower. I, I, th- I think I could think of a follower for Kurt Hawkins. Who? James Ellsworth. Oh Jesus! Imagine. No, no, DJ, you would fucking mark out for that. Don't lie.
1: <laughs> I think Good. that's his way of saying yes. Wait, it's one. It's two. Far. It's one fart for yes. Two farts for no. Well,
0: you know what? Can you do that again? Because let's talk about the whole Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt feud.
1: Oh Jesus! Cue, cue it. There we go.
0: Let's, I start, uh, let me, let's let's start with the beginning of the show. Randy Orton comes out, basically calls Bray Wyatt a bitch, and tells him to come out and face him like a man.
1: Because he is a bitch.
0: So Bray Wyatt. So it pops on the and cuts a stupid little promo. And cuts his things so it's
1: like Randy Orton, I I am the prize you shall find in your cereal box, and you can save ten percent by switching to Gaco. <laughs> so you can save ten percent by switching to Gakko. and I am the Alpha and the Omega, and I am the <laughs> prize you shall find in your cereal box. But you will find this prize in the Alpha and the Omega. That's all he ever fucking does is these stupid fucking promos, and it's getting fucking. I went on a rant last week. Listen to episode two if you want my full Bray Wyatt rant. Mike, continue.
0: So Bray Wyatt basically tells Orton, come find me. So Randy Orton leaves. And by the way, the one merchandise that I hate in WWE right now are those sweat jackets. Randy Orton has it and Dolph Ziggler has it. I don't, I don't see the appeal in getting those jackets, but they just annoy me. And Randy Orton's new shirt, by the way, sucks. It's like a five-year-old drew that RKO symbol. It was just like, yeah, let's just put this on a blue t-shirt because we're lazy.
1: Really is. And then, as if the segment couldn't get any dumber, it did. Mike, what did the show turn
0: into? I told you this, but this reminded me of a fucking Nickelodeon TV show called Legends of the Hidden Temple. Randy oh, uh, I remember that show. Randy Orton basically went from room to room solving puzzles in order to find Bray fucking Wyatt. To be he like, turned, all of a sudden he, he turned into Olmec. First off, the first puzzle was a fucking arrow. He had to turn it, and he went the wrong way. And then we see Eric fucking Rowan's ugly ass standing there. And we're supposed to think, ooh, he's following him. He's going to get Randall Keith Orton. He's going to get him. So that was bullshit segment number one. Not a, not a good way to start off the show. Also, a theme of the show was we had interviews with Dean Ambrose, AJ Styles, and John Cena talking shit about each other. Because basically the main event was of the show, Dean Ambrose versus AJ Styles. And John Cena said he was going to be out there to see who is going to go into Nur Mercy with the title. Then, first match is an eight-man tag. American Alpha, Heath Slater, and Rhino versus the Usos and the Ascension. Who the fuck now, cares about the Ascension? Wait, wait, wait!
2: I actually want to talk about that match for one second. Go ahead. Go. What the hell happened with the entrances, though?
0: I was about to They're say not... that too. Because <laughs> like I remembering... just had
2: to talk about. You no, know I'm gonna let I'm gonna
1: let Raymundo take this one. He has. We've each had a rant tonight. Let's give him one. I just
2: felt if you're gonna be in professional wrestling business. Be organized with the entrances. Everyone knows if you're on the same team, you're going to come out back to back. Not one team come out. Your opponents come out. Then your tag team partners come out. We come. We see already in the ring American Alpha. We see the Ascension in the ring. We see Heath Slater and Rhino coming out.
0: And then music is playing, by the way. The tag champions' music is playing, so we assume they came out third.
2: Yeah, and then... The Usos came out.
0: Now, they did. They do have new music, which is all right, and they came out like thugs. Samoan thugs, They, this new gimmick is.
2: The Usos are coming out looking like they went to VIM or V-I-M. If you're from New York, you know what store I'm talking about.
0: But they, look it's, like, it's, they, look, it's, they look like they're about to drop a diss track on a certain NYC promoter, but that's a different story. Oh, so, <laughs> we have an eight-man tag. Basically, oh, <laughs> I, I don't even remember what the fuck happened in this match. Chad Gable, at one point, wasn't stuck his leg, even though he was hurt like four weeks ago. That was great to see. And then, believe it or not, the Ascension, what a fucking match.
1: Oh you my god, what?
0: that can only mean one
1: thing. Grab your friends and head for the box. The end is nigh. The end is nigh. Fucking run away. The end is nigh.
2: What culture (laughs) reference, people? What culture? Shout out to King Ross.
0: Oh my god!
2: And then, are you a loyal subject?
0: We are all
1: loyal subjects here. What else, Mike?
0: Then we get to segment two of Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt,
1: and this is where it started getting. Insanely stupid, Mike. Tell the nice people what happened.
0: Well, basically, it was like I was mentioning it before. The arrow, there was like a there was like a wooden arrow, and Randy Orton had to turn it ninety degrees to point to the right door. He points. He, he's correct. Apparently, he goes through the door. The camera fades back, and the arrow was turned the opposite way. And Eric Rowan was standing there with a sheet mask. Woo. He got rid of the clown. He got rid of the clown mask.
1: Which is ironic considering that the clowns have made their way to like New
0: York, I think. Now, the next segment made me laugh my ass off. It was was like a short two-second moment. They were hyping up the Miz's homecoming because they were from Cleveland, Ohio, and that's where he was born and raised. Yep. Miz is walking around the hallway. He sees a picture of LeBron James, and he says... He's not the king of Cleveland. So he puts a picture of him holding the WWE Championship. Which that
1: made me... Basically saying, wow, was, fuck
0: you, LeBron. I'm the king. Yep. That was funny. But oh, then, man.
1: this led to quite possibly the best segment quite in recent times on SmackDown. It was from last... It's funny enough, we've been the kings of sort of ranting about something... And then having them fix it. We ranted about that stupid double pin on on Raw not resulting in anything. And then they make it a triple threat match. And you complained last week about Dolph Ziggler not putting enough hostility and enough desperation into his promos. And sure enough, he delivers quite possibly one of the best promos in recent weeks.
0: No doubt. If our DJ could please play Dolph Ziggler's promo this for the lovely fans.
1: This is all I have. This couple minutes a night, 300 nights a year. This is my everything. I don't think that's a surprise to anyone when they know that I live for this. This, this is what I love. But you know what? Sometimes things you love don't always love
2: you back. And you can give, 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 and And sometimes you get nothing in return. You get nothing. And you have friends and family and fans coming up to you tell you, why do you still do it? Why are you still here? Why do you subject yourself to this every night?
3: It's because I can't stop. I can't, it's a sickness, I can't stop.
1: And maybe my career didn't always turn out the way I thought it would, you know? I thought it would have been better. I thought I I thought I earned something, I thought I would be a bigger star. But you know what,
2: I just can't stop myself, I can't. But you, you,
3: you put that title up one more time. Listen to me, Miz!
0: Put that title up one more time. And I'll put up my entire career.
3: Wait a second. Did you just say that you'll put up your entire career?
1: Your entire, your entire career, and I'm not talking about when I beat you, that you go to Raw or NXT, that you take a 30-day sabbatical. You are done and out of WWE because of me.
2: Your title.
0: My career. Damn. Oh, my God. That... So I guess we'll
2: be seeing Nick Nemeth on the indies coming soon.
0: Now, here's the interesting part about this whole thing. I love the promo. Both promos, to be exact. I love the video package that they made for The Miz. I love how the passion that Dolph Ziggler showed. And this is leading to No Mercy. Career versus title. Now, Dolph Ziggler's contract is legitimately up. This is true.
1: This is actually true. This isn't KFAB.
0: So, either he leaves, he goes to Fox Sports Net and just does whatever the fuck he wants to do. He could do shitty movies or his stand-up act. He could do whatever he wants. Or Or come to House of Glory. Okay. (laughs) We put you on the show. Don't... (laughs) Oh, my... The law does what he wants. Fuck the law. (laughs) So, either... Dolph, Dolph leaves, or he's staying?
1: It's one or the other. I've, I'd i be amazed if they actually went the distance with that angle, like actually having him leave WWE, at least for a
0: little bit, I think. I don't know, because I like the way The Miz worded it, too, is that you can't go to Raw and you can't go to NXT. And I was telling you before we recorded, maybe he could go to Evolve for a little bit, because WWE has a current partnership with them.
1: That would, actually be, that would actually be pretty damn good. But that is it. We have wrapped up in, like, actually rapid succession. We have talked about Raw and SmackDown.
0: What are you talking about? We have, like, three more things to talk about on SmackDown. We have to talk about Randy Orton finding a cutout of himself. Oh, oh God. With the eyes this, cut out.
1: Forgot about this stupid bullshit. You know what? And, Honestly, let's just talk through the rest of ray and the Bray sanity. Of this SmackDown, let's just blast. <laughs> through the rest of this because <laughs> Mr. Ben
2: wanted the rest to just be deleted.
1: Oh God, the, the Lord knows, did I want it to be deleted?
0: Yeah. So Randy Orton finds that he is about to go into another door. Eric Rowan's behind it. He lock he, the dumb fuck. That Eric Rowan is. He gets locked in the door, and then we see Bray Wyatt cutting his insurance promos again. And then uh, Randy Orton. You can Wayne... save ten percent by switching to gako Michael. And. What is he, JBL now? Maybe. So, Bray Wyatt's cutting the promo, and then all of a sudden we see a tall dude with skull tattoos standing behind them with a the sheet mask. Now, God only knows where that mask has been. Could have been Eric Rowan's asshole. It could be been anywhere. But he was wearing the mask. And he finally found the portal. And he's... And he, apparently, the whole point of the segment was... Randy Orton's getting in Bray Wyatt's head.
3: What?
1: Yeah, okay. And then Randy Orton starts making everybody sing, I've got the whole world in my hands. I've got... He starts making the whole crowd sing that shit. And literally, this is the moment where I literally kind of just look at my TV and I said, are are you fucking for real right
0: now? I, I... I don't know. This is a feud I was kind of looking forward to. And but they found a
1: way to ruin
0: it. It's like, I just want this shit to end.
1: I really do. I, have the ma- oh God, I swear to God, if they pull the injury thing at no mercy again, I'm going to be
0: pissed. You know what I now want? I want this feud to be over with quick as possible. Because I want Randy Orton. Because one of my dream matches for WrestleMania this year I want to see. I want to see AJ Styles versus Randy Orton.
1: That would be a sick fucking match. So get this feud out of the way so we can actually. AJ kick.
0: Styles needs to hold on to this title, which he did in the main event. He beat Dean Ambrose, but guess who was standing on top? John fucking Cena. John Cena. Dun, 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 dun. Now John Cena has lost to AJ Styles' Queen. Last week he lost to Dean Ambrose' Queen. Why is he in this match?
1: Because because he sells t-shirts.
0: It's like, is WWE like obsessed with triple threat matches now? It's like every fucking pay per view there has to be a, a three-way or a four-way. Like, what is their obsession? What's wrong with just doing AJ versus Cena? Or I think you're you're getting into you're
1: getting into Vince McMahon's weird psyche. Why he likes three ways and four ways so much. We're getting into Vince McMahon's... Because they're
0: big, goddammit, and I want them to beat the fuck out of each other.
1: Because they're big, goddammit. You see them? They got big muscles and they got big, wavy, greasy hair. And I like that in a wrestler. Oh, my God.
0: So they got AJ1. And No Mercy, I believe, is in a week?
1: Oh, yeah. are now two monthly promo... uh, Two monthly pay-per-views combined with weeks of wrestling with three different shows... It's like, this is too much
0: wrestling. So we have No Mercy that's coming up. Mm -hmm. Then we have Hell in a Cell at the end of October. And then we got Survivor Series, which is in Canada this year. And God only knows what finishes they will do on that night. God only knows.
1: Hey, Raimundo, what kind of finish do you think that WWE would pull in Canada? Hmm. It's
2: a real
1: brain scratcher, ain't it? I can't. I don't know.
2: It's... Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. I feel like it's going to be a heartwarming tribute at this show. A heartwarming <laughs> tribute
0: indeed. So, Mike,
2: does
0: that oh, no. do it to SmackDown this week? That doesn't. AJ is still your WWE champion. Uh, Kevin Owens is still on top of Raw. And so, that's
2: for and now... now we go and into, we still got Kurt Hawkins.
0: And we still
1: have Kurt Hawkins still stuck in limbo. Oh, my word. And, we, and we, at least we know that Bray Wyatt has a decent career ahead of him as a used car salesman.
0: Yeah, and those two shows wasn't enough this week because WWE was in the news recently.
1: Oh boy, here we go. And this is where the week got wacky, ladies and gentlemen, because in an interesting segue, we were just going to go straight to talking about TNA Bound for Glory this weekend. But interestingly enough, there may or may not be a show this Sunday. TNA. And,
0: and, and is in, why is that?
1: And TNA is in such bad financial straits right now that they <sighs> might be being bought by <laughs> WWE. In the coming days. At least for their video library, that's what I've heard.
0: That, yeah, that's what they want, because when, when they eventually do a, a 8,000 best of, uh, DVD, they want that. They want to show footage of him versus Chris Daniels and Samoa Joe, him versus Kurt Angle, him versus King, like that type of shit.
1: I really am curious as to what's going to happen, because it's at the time of this recording, it's Friday night, and yeah. the pay-per-view is this It's Saturday.
0: Friday night!
1: It's Friday night. Uh, fuck it. Okay. Move
2: well, on. we're joking around, but TNA is in a serious rut right now. They have. They've well, been in a serious rut. The, they've been a serious delete, rut. Delete! 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 <laughs> oh, Can we just God. delete? T- that's what we're getting to. TNA is about to be deleted. Because yes, they are. right now, there's no actual amount of money that they can use to spend on bound for glory that they've actually canceled tapings is what's being said
0: yeah let me ask you guys this if you would decide two people two people who would it be
1: two people from tna to wwe yes two people wow well, honestly, even though I love him, I would not sign Matt Hardy because they would ruin that gimmick.
0: I, I would say sign Matt, but he has to have creative control over his own character. If but we, we do not trust
2: Mr. McMahon.
1: We do not trust <laughs> Man. McMahon.
0: McMahon.
1: Um, our DJ has actually thrown his suggestions into the ring, and they're good. He says he would have Trevor Lee and EC3. Which are good picks, honestly. If I had to pick, the two, good picks, the, but good the picks, former probably.
2: House of Glory World Heavyweight Champion.
1: Cheap plug, cheap plug. That's your new name. We're gonna call you. Fuck cheap. you. We're gonna call you Cheap Plug
0: Raymundo. For the DJ that is doing a lovely show, I would just say this: EC three might be hard because why would they re-sign him if they released him like years ago? If they did see something back then, what makes you think they're gonna sign them again?
1: It's an interesting question. As far as the guys, I would sign me personally. Like, part of me is like, they should definitely, if they're go, if they're giving guys second chances. This is in my absurd fantasy land. I would so bring back Damian Sandow to give that guy a second
0: chance. <laughs> Just so people know, uh, DJ's response was, he took Roarich. That's why you know how Vince likes big men. Yeah. Fair, fair point.
1: Fair point. Fair point to you, DJ. But moving yeah. on, like my second choice would probably okay. be. Okay. My, my my second choice would probably be Jeff Hardy just because I want to see him have his last match in WWE. Yeah,
2: his name is Jeff. Yeah. Oh, uh,
0: wait! My I just want Jim. to talk,
2: Mr. Serentino, Your point about not getting EC3, but they did sign Festus. If they did, if they could not see anything better than Festus, do you well, not think? The, okay. A, well, here.
0: I understand what you say, but here's the difference between Luke Gallows and EC3. Luke Gallows went to Japan. He became successful. He won IWGP tag team titles three times with Karl Anderson. He was a part of the Bullet Club. He was selling merchandise while EC3 was in Florida working for TNA doing nothing. And House of Glory. And House of Glory, but mostly his character has stayed in TNA and right now, nobody's watching TNA. So I don't think if they were to bring out EC3 on Monday Night Raw, I bet nobody would know who the fuck that is. They'll be like, wait, isn't that Derek Bateman, the guy that used to run around the ring with an American flag? Yep.
2: Agreed, agreed. Okay, my two picks. Let me, let's see. Who do I bring back to the WWE? I'm going to agree with Mr. Ben, and I will say Broken Matt. I said Jeff. The, I said Jeff. Didn't you say Matt just no, I said creative I, control? I, I,
1: no, I would say that was Mike who said I he wanted Jeff. Matt Hardy with creative control. I want <laughs> Jeff Hardy.
2: Uh, I still got to say Jeff. Matt just for, just for the promo <clears> war <throat> we can get between Matt and Bray Wyatt. Oh, my God. Those promos. Brother Wyatt, I knew <laughs> you'd come. Delightful. That can be something interesting. For my second pick. Run. Delete. Run. Run. Delete. Delete. Run.
0: Oh, my. Okay, who's your second pick?
2: I got to say, just for a decent heel for WWE, Eli Drake.
0: Oh, my God. You just pleased pleased a certain hipster. My name is Jeff. Oh, my God. Why? Uh, Mr. Drake
2: is something WWE needs right now. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Mr. Drake. <laughs> Mr. Drake. You're a mean oh. one. Mr. Drake. <laughs> okay. My two picks. I would sign Eddie Edwards. Because he's a fucking great talent. And the second one, it's going to be a pair. A couple. Crazy Steve and Rosemary. I would sign them. But Noah Bess? Noah Bess. He's 50 years old. What is, What the fuck is he going to do in <laughs> WWE? He's looking, for, he's looking for his ombre. A piss? Chris! piss Yeah, no thank you. Just go into retirement. You put yourself through too much shit. Dummy, wire. Yeah. You set yourself on fire. Enough's enough. Dummy! Yeah!
1: Stupid idiot. <laughs> you can just oh. fill this whole show with all the amazing things Chris Jericho says. Yeah, that well. was an Eli Drake. Oh, really?
2: From that was
1: Eli Drake. God, really? I'm losing, my God. I'm losing my goddamn mind. Mr. Ben, DJ. now
2: you're being... We're going to add you to the list, Mr. Ben.
1: Oh, am I on the, D- list, of, DJ, am I on the list? DJ, of hit it with the
2: dummy.
0: Dummy? Yeah.
1: Oh, fuck. Fuck off. Moving you're on, on the list. You're on. you're on the list. But let's say if TNA does get bought this weekend and they're still able to put on Bound for Glory... Here are the matches, and here are our predictions. Going from top to bottom, and we're just going to give our picks. There's going to be a 10-man, bound-for-gold gauntlet match where the winner can choose any championship match of their choice at any time they want. And speaking of which, this card could be subject to change. This is an unpredictable sport, so if the matches that happen on the show end up being differently than what we predict, we apologize in advance. The and,
0: don't, and don't hate us.
1: Do not hate us. Okay, hate on us for different reasons, but don't hate on us for those reasons. There's plenty of reasons for people to hate us, but here are the predictions. There
0: are no reasons for for people to hate us.
2: Dude. Mr. Serentino, if they hate you, we can sue for harassment. I'll be your lawyer. Thank you, Ray.
1: Thank you, my friend. Moving on. The match, the the ten-man match is consisting of, and only nine have been announced so far, Tyrus, Robbie E. Boo. Jesse Godders. Boo. Baron Dax. Boo. Grado. Boo. Mahabali Shira. Boo! <laughs> Rockstar Spud. Boo! Delete! Yeah.
3: Delete. Yeah. Delete. Yeah. delete! Delete! Yeah. Delete! Yeah. Delete!
2: Delete! <laughs> delete! Mr. Ben, restart that so you can do it to each name now. DJ, you missed your cue. You need to delete every single member of this battle royal. Okay. Okay, moving on. Rockstar Spud. <laughs> fuck off.
1: Braxton Sutter and Eli Boo. And, and Eli Drake. Yeah.
0: Eli Drake. Eli Drake, and,
1: and there's a to be announced opponent. So either it's going to be Cody Rhodes or it's going to be somebody else. Cody, who? Cody, yeah. it's Cody just, Rhodes. It's just Cody. Cody. Oh right, it's just Cody now. I forgot.
0: I Which did. is so weird,
2: Mr. That- Bend. We must use the proper name. He is only Cody. We do not want to cause a lawsuit with Mr. McMahon. Oh, Jesus. It's
0: so it's so funny that Cody Rhodes can't go by Cody Rhodes, but his wife. Who was Eden Styles in WWE? She could go by Brandy Rhodes. That is why, Mr. Serentino. Isn't that weird? That is because weird. by law she
2: never licensed the name Brandy Rhodes in WWE, so she can't use that
0: name. I mean, forgot this. Yeah, can't Cody Rhodes call himself Cody Ruttles? That's his real name. Yes, yeah, just use your real name. <laughs> We don't really have a dog in
1: this fight, ladies and gentlemen, but if I had to pick somebody to win this match, it'll either be Eli Drake or it's going to be Cody Rhodes if he debuts in this match. Sorry, Cody if he debuts in this match. I say Eli Drake. I say Eli as well. Moving on, we now have the TNA Knockouts Championship match. It's going to be Maria (coughs) Callis, the defending champion against Gail Kim. I predict that it's going to be Maria via shenanigans. She's going to win via shenanigans.
0: I say Gail Kim. Because she's going to get the TNA Hall of Fame and her win the title one more time.
2: Good choice. I say Maria's going to win because they're going to put her in something with Brandy Rhodes, who will debut on Sunday.
1: We all are actually, I have we, that feeling. We all have our different reasons, so we have a bit of a split on that one. Next up is going to be Moose versus the Miracle Mike Bennett. I am going with Mike Bennett again via
0: shenanigans. I'm gonna say Moose because this is Moose's. I think it's his first pay per view with TNA, and I think they want to push him. If TNA does if TNA keeps going, Moose is a guy that they can build around. So I'm gonna say Moose.
2: What about you, Ray? Ray? I gotta say Moose. I see Cody Rhodes interfering in this match.
1: Okay. <laughs> Moving on. It is going to be, and this is an interesting one. It is the finals of the inaugural Grand Championship Tournament, and it was originally supposed to be Aaron Rex going one on one with Drew Galloway, who was unfortunately being injured. So Aaron Buh. Rex, indeed. So it's going to be Aaron Rex versus to be announced. So a two-part prediction: Who do you think is going to be the replacement, and who do you think is going to win?
2: Mister Ben, we have breaking news. Oh really? <laughs> Sorry about this, but that to be announced has been filled. By who? By one half of the wolves, Eddie Edwards.
1: Oh my God! The Wikipedia page literally just updated in real time. <laughs> God God <coughs> Good God Almighty! It has broken us in half. And yes, now update, update, retraction. The match is now going to be Aaron Rex versus Eddie Edwards. Who do you have, and why? I'm going personally with Aaron Rex just because I feel like he deserves it.
0: I'm going to say Eddie Edwards because I think he deserves it more than Aaron because, for fuck's sake, Aaron Rex debuted on Impact like two months ago, kind of promo, and then they just haven't built him up. So why the fuck should I give a shit about Mr. Rex?
2: I see Aaron Rex walking out champion because I feel like they're down the line still going to do something with Galloway. So hopefully he still has the title by then. And Eddie Edwards needs to get back with Davey Richards. Where the hell is David Richards, by the way?
0: David Richards is being uh, busy being a father.
1: Much more important. Yeah. Moving on, and this is the match I think we're all personally looking forward to. It is going to be the Great War match for the TNA World Tag Team Championship. What the fuck's
0: a Great War?
1: We'll get into that. It's going to be Delete Decay versus the Broken Hardys. Personally, my choice. I think it's going to be Decay, just because I think that they're going to keep this ridiculous storyline going.
0: I'm gonna, unless I'm gonna say the Hardys. But if there's a swerve, if one of them turns on each other and joins the Decay, then I would, then I would say Decay wins. But to be on the safe bet, I'm gonna say the Broken Hardys are your new tag champions.
1: How about you, Ray? Ray.
2: I see. Broken Matt and Brother Nero becoming the new TNA World Tag Team Champions to add on to another gold, which they were recently the House of Glory World Tag Team Champions oh, as well.
0: Oh. Cheap pop, cheap pop. I
1: mean,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, both. Okay, R- okay. Ray, 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 you gotta stop with the in and DJ, you gotta stop with the sound effects.
0: No, let it, no, I approve, DJ. Keep doing the sound effects.
1: All right, fine, keep doing the sound effects. But moving on to the main event. The main event of the evening is going to be a no-holds-barred match for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. It is going to be Lashley, the champion, defending against my boy and yours, Ethan Carter III. Who you got and why? I am personally going with Ethan Carter.
0: Okay, I didn't realize it was no-holds-barred, but I'm still going to go with EC3. How
1: about you, Raymundo? Ah...
2: I'm going to say Bobby Lashley. Really? For some reason, I feel like they're not going to take the belt off yet. And I know another cheap plug. You would think I'm going with the former House of Glory champion. No. I don't see EC3 getting the title yet. I feel like this feud is not going to end here. They're still going to have him. Because who else would take the spot right now? There's no other top contender. So this feud doesn't end at Bound for Glory.
1: Makes sense to me. So that uh, those are our predictions for TNA house for TNA bound for glory if it happens which hopefully it does because this is actually a pretty damn good card that I want to
0: see happen. Yeah. I just personally want to see the Great War cuz I'm very interested to see how this is going to go. It
1: is the Great War. So moving so yeah, we have covered WWE, TNA for the week. And now let's do something we haven't done on the show yet. Let's talk about Ring of Honor wrestling. Damn right, baby. Adam Cole. I've got, for you. I've got something for you. Yeah, let's do this. So we're talking about Ring of Honor. And coincidentally, later tonight, probably actually going on any minute now. So we've got to do these predictions quick, rapid fire. It is going to be Ring of Honor All-Star Extravaganza. We have not talked about ROH as of yet on the show, but we're going to rectify that mistake right now. So just to get the conversation rolling in, who is your favorite competitor in Ring of Honor right now? Me personally, I am a huge fan of Kyle O'Reilly. He's my favorite.
0: Hmm. I'm going to say my personal favorite is Jay Briscoe. He's something different. He's entertaining. He can cut a fucking awesome promo. And... I don't know. I, I I want him in WWE so badly, but I don't think he would side, So our oh, which is fine for him. Ray, who's your favorite? I, th- I think I think we already know who it is. Who do you think, Mister Serentina The current Ring of Honor World Champion, Adam Cole.
2: You are correct. Good pick, indeed,
1: because Adam Cole kicks ass, and I love his theme song. It's a great. It's a great song so we're going to go but this later on tonight probably starting any minute now is going to be uh, all-star extravaganza number 8 oh hang on i believe we've gotten some breaking news from our dj thank you dj roh breaking news joey styles and ben diverson are backstage at the roh event tonight
2: joey styles is going everywhere isn't he he really is give him mr good- styles
1: give if the you guy- need a lawyer
2: call
1: me. Give the guy credit. He's going to be. My apologies. Our, our DJ is slapping himself <laughs> right now. Botchamania, indeed. You thinks like, the name is Ben Doverson, not Diverson. Our DJ apologizes.
0: If our DJ could please clarify who Ben Doverson is, we'll let you know. Because I don't know who the fuck that is.
1: Bend over. Oh, bend over, son. That f- f- fuck you, DJ. Oh, fuck off. Moving on. Why are Right. Okay, you made up for it by playing one of my favorite <laughs> songs. I love that song. How dare you,
2: DJ? Don't make fun of one of the greatest hosts. Let's do hosts. predictions! Fuck Mr. DJ! Ben. Damn you, DJ!
1: Let's do predictions for Ring of Honor, which is starting any minute now. It's going an to be I
2: believe.
1: an iPay-Per-View, which you can get on their website. Ring of, RingofHonorWrestling.com iPay-Per-View. Go check it <clears throat> out. It is going to be... There are going to be nine matches, and one of the pre-show matches is going to be Evil versus Silas Young versus Will Ferrara. I don't know who Evil is.
2: <laughs> Evil was wantanabi. Okay was he's now part okay,
1: of... he's t- he's Takari, Itsukaki. part uh, of Okay, he's he's Takati Takaki It was apo- Takati Wantanobi. My
2: apologies
1: to, to any, my apologies I got apologies to any <laughs> New Japan
3: <laughs> okay.
1: Of any person of Japanese oh, origin. Our, our huh? DJ has Sheet. just called him Bukaki wanna fuck me. Sheet. Shit. I
2: have Silas apol- Young.
1: My apologies to any New Japan fans or anybody of Japanese descent listening to this show. I apologize if we botch any names. We're not trying to be offensive. My
0: apologies. Oh Bukaki wanna fuck me. But Ooh. as far as that
1: match goes, I'm gonna go with Silas Young.
0: Silas Young, the last real man.
1: Last real man in wrestling. I actually think he... Uh, Silas Young is very underrated. I think he's a great wrestler.
0: Yeah, he looks old as fuck, but he can move.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Like, I, I asked you... At, 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 I think you were, we were at... A, I asked you once after I'd gone to a Ring of Honor show once. Oh, how old is Silas Young? He's moving pretty good for like a 40, 50-something-year-old man. he said, uh, dude, he's like 30. And I was like,
0: what? <laughs> 30. How old what? is he? 30. <laughs> what?
1: And I was like... What? Oh, he's aged horribly then. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But moving on to another match is going to be a four corner survival tag team Wait match.
2: Wait a second. Mr. Ben, I never gave my prediction.
1: For the who you think is going to win the triple threat match?
2: Ooh, <laughs> you want fuck Yeah,
0: fuckers.
2: <laughs> I go with evil.
0: you going with evil. Very good. This... Hey, if you thought the shit I did last week with, <laughs> with Maria was horrible, you think this is good? I think this is way worse. Yeah, we've, we've lost
1: a good chunk of viewers right now, haven't we? So, Mr. Sarantino, if you need a lawyer. Keep my number. You keep, keep his number. Moving uh, on, yeah. it's going to be a four. four <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mike, it's time to stop. It's time four to cor- stop.
0: Four corner match.
1: Four corner match for the number one contendership for the Tag Team Championship. It's going to be All Night Express versus which Keith Kenny, Lee.
0: Which is Kenny King and Red Titus.
1: Which is go- with Caprice Coleman in tow. It is going to be. Which, are, then,
0: called, which are called the Cabinet.
1: The cabinet, which are now going versus Keith Lee and Shane Taylor.
0: Who we don't know.
1: Unfortunately, versus War Machine, Hanson, and Raymond Rowe, and
0: Listen, get
1: the, a load of this. Fucking and get a load to. of this fucking team: Colt Cabana
2: and Dalton Castle, the Boom Boom Boys. The Boom Boom Boys. We brought look. to you by SRG Universe. Buy your cards now. Oh
3: my!
1: You are just blowing up with all the plugging tonight. Ray, you go first. Who you got?
3: God damn
1: it. In case okay, somebody th- just died. Who do you think is going to win this match, Ray Ray? Uh,
2: who do I go for? Who do I go for? I feel like they wasted a lot of the ta- tag team, so they just made a few of them. Uh, who do I go for in this match? I'm going to go for that wacky team. I'll go for the Boom Boom Boys, Coke, and Dalton.
1: I, too, am going for the Boom Boom Boys. How about you,
0: Mike? I'll go a little different. I'll go with um I'll go with War Machine. Okay,
1: we all Cause, put cause, it on
0: Because I don't think they got their rematch for the tag titles. So I'm gonna say them and they get the revenge on the addiction.
1: Very good. Moving on. It is going to be <laughs> fuck you dj next match <laughs>
2: keep it up dj keep this it is up.
1: gonna be our running storyline eventually by like episode 10 we realize that like, the dj is intentionally trying to hijack the show like he's our evil authority figure don't make me put <laughs> in your mouth oh god jesus christ moving on it is going to be hangman adam page versus kyle o'reilly i am going with kyle o'reilly
0: i'm i'm gonna say kyle o'reilly
2: I say Adam Page because Bullet Club will eventually
0: get in this match.
1: Yeah, that's actually a good point. Moving on. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking Page is in Bullet Club. Oh, God. Who isn't? Bullet Club for life, baby. Who who isn't in
1: fucking Bullet Club right now, honestly? I don't know. I feel like my mother's in Bullet Club, too. You get a Bullet Club membership. You get a Bullet Club membership. Everybody's in the Bullet Club. Delightful. God damn it. Moving on. It is going to be... The Broken Bullet Club. I'm waiting for that one. Oh, Christ. Moving on is going to be Jay Lethal. Versus Tetsuya Naito with Evil in tow. Who do you you got and why? Personally, I'm going to go with my boy Jay Lethal.
0: Jay Lethal. Because they they need to build Jay Lethal for final battle. Because I think he's going to face Adam Cole. But, Ray, who do you got? I say Naito because he did just win the IWGP
2: Intercontinental Championship. So he needs to maintain that high intensity that he has right now. Oh, he beat beat, uh, Elgin? Yes, he did.
1: Oh, cri- like wow, crazy. New Japan update. I did not know that. Thank you, Ray Ray. But moving no, on, right? I actually told you something in the comments just now. Our uh, DJ just informed us. Lethal's- who is this? I- yeah, uh, No, there's enough. a DJ. Uh, yeah, funny enough. I'm sorry. I-, I keep mentioning this name for some reason. I don't know who the fuck is, but our DJ just said that Jay Lethal's contract ends in 2017.
0: <laughs> Good. Go to NXT. Please go to
1: NXT. Please. I think he's done all he can in Ring of Honor by this point.
0: Yeah, he, he's, he's established himself as, like, a fucking main eventer. He should go to NXT. For a little bit. He that's what I would... Raw or SmackDown. But also, uh, Ray, let me ask you this. Who's the current IWGP champion?
2: Kazuka uh, Okada. Of course. Okay,
0: Okada, okay.
1: The Japanese John Cena.
2: That's seems no, And if you think I can, I'll put my dick
3: up.
0: Thank you again for
2: allowing me to be on this show. Oh my
0: god, strap hey.
2: it,
1: fucker. You're in for the weird shit. Moving hey. on, it
2: is going to be Dragon
1: Lee versus okay, I cannot pronounce his name. I apologize. Kamatachi, Kamatachi,
0: who has wrestled for House of Glory? He's he's a member of the Addiction with Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian.
1: Oh my God! So who I'm going personally? I'm going with uh, Kamatachi. Kamatachi, I say Kamatachi. I think we're all in agreement. Moving on, and this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be a true highlight ladder war six for the ring of honor world tag team championship as of this predictions it is going to be the addiction christopher daniels and frankie kazarian versus the motor city machine guns alex shelley and chris Sabin, back together again versus the bucks of youth the young bucks matt and nick jackson who you got delightful delightful indeed me personally i'm going to go with the motor city machine guns who have you guys gotten why
0: I'm gonna say the Addiction because they've been holding the titles for a long time, and I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna, think they're gonna break the record for longest reign uh, tag. Uh, longest reign tag team champions. So I would go with them. And I think Kamata, Kamatachi will come and help them.
1: Oh, that's a good point. How about you, Ray? What do you got?
0: I say the Bucks of Youth, the Spot Monkeys, Matt and Nick Jackson. I'm
1: going with the different. Young Bucks. We, we all went
0: different in this one. We all, we all went really different in this one. And our DJ likes
1: that. It creates a little interest. And then, oh, God, this when I told you earlier what this next match was, this sent you around the bend. The first round match in the Ring of Honor Six-Man Tag Team Championship
0: Tournament. Fuck this, this whole tournament. Fuck it. Why is there a Ring of Honor six-man tag team titles? Why isn't there a Ring of Honor Women's Championship made yet? I mean, for the love of God, we have women that, cu- that wrestle every Wednesday on YouTube. Put them on the goddamn show. Really? Mr. Santino? do you know who
2: has a Women's Championship now? That will be debuting in the year 2017. Gee. The House of Glory. Women's cha- <laughs> Fuck you, dude. You know, at the end of the show, we're you'll actually be hearing going, from my counsel. At you'll be end, hearing from
1: my. At counsel. the end of the show, we're actually going. The funny thing is, we're going to talk about House of Glory. Funny enough, so save it all for then. But moving, yeah, so, on. yeah,
0: save your dick sucking for later.
1: So moving on, it is going to be the Briscoes and Turuyano versus Kushida, A.C.H. and Jay White. Who have you got me? Personally, I'm going with team of the Briscoes.
0: I got Briscoes.
2: Ah, who do I go for in this match? God, you've picked diff-
1: a- you picked differently than us so far. Why start? Why stop now?
2: It's funny. The only thing about this match, it's a veterans versus prospects <coughs> match. So I'm gonna so, go with the
0: prospects. Going for the underdogs. That's a good choice. Next
1: up, this is going to be the champion, the TN, the world. Television.
0: You're about to call, about to call him the the TNA oh, <laughs> champion, were you?
1: This is the whole thing's blurring together in my brain. But moving on, it is going to be the ROH World Television Championship match between the champion Bobby Fish versus the Big Man Donovan, Donovan Dijak. Me personally, I am going with Bobby Fish.
0: I'm gonna take
1: Donovan Dijak. How about you, Ray? Ray? Mr. Santino, we agree. I'll say Donovan Dijak very good and next up it is the main event of the evening our boy adam cole with his first defense of the roh world tag team championship on pay-per-view against michael elgin who have you gotten why
0: i got cole because because he literally just won it (laughs) he just won it and if they want to build him up as like because the current roh storyline is that um the bullet club is invading ring of honor and they're taking over Adam Cole needs to win this match to keep that story going to eventually build to Lethal and Cole, I believe. It's, I think that's going to happen. But you never know because uh, Cody Rhodes will be at fucking Ring of Honor 2. So you never know what's going to happen. But Ray, who do you got? I'll say Adam
2: Cole for two reasons. One,
0: like you said,
2: that. Okay, so th- three reasons. One, that, two, he is in the Bullet Club, so they're trying to dominate all promotions right now. And third, Michael Elgin can't win a championship right now in any other place but New Japan because he won't be able to make it back to the U.S. for time, for dates. So it's kind of, it's a win or lose with Michael Elgin. So I doubt he'll be able to have a Ring of Honor title anytime soon.
1: That's a fair point. So those are our predictions. For Ring of Honor, um, All Star Extravaganza already in progress. In fact, what if I bet I, I bet if I update the Wikipedia page, we'll already find out the result of a match. Actually, no. So nothing yet. It starts at nine o'clock, actually. Oh, so we did this with plenty of time to spare by mistake. <laughs> that that wraps it up for ROH this week. We'll probably talk about them more in the future. The weird thing about talking Ring of Honor week to week that's a problem is their episodes are really weird. They're just compilations of house shows, really.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if you have um what the fuck are they on Comet TV?
1: I do not know if I have I, that channel. I don't
0: I don't think Time Warner has that. do I don't so, I'm, so I'm not be able to watch it unless me and Ben decide to watch it online on the website. That's one way of doing it.
1: But then like it's always a while but it's hard to follow storylines.
0: As a DJ just told me nobody has that. So they on they're on um a cable station that nobody fucking has.
1: Sinclair. They have Sinclair, Sinclair but
0: Broadcasting. But I don't think, I do think Time, time Warner Cable has it unless I'll check. But nah, because I, I want to start reviewing Ring of Honor as well because it's like great wrestling every week on that show.
1: It's great wrestling. Oh, but didn't you hear what Vince Russo said? That's not pro wrestling to him. <sighs> That's not pro wrestling. Today. Why are we?
0: Why do we care about what Vince Russo says?
1: I don't know. It's just easy to pick on the guy. Honestly, honestly, I just <clears> like talking <throat> about the guy just because I was just like just like I can do the impression of him, bro. Let me tell you, bro. Jesus Christ. Moving on, finally, and Ray and like Raymundo, it's finally your time to shine, boy. Because we are talk. We were all DJ included. We were all in attendance last Saturday night for House of Glory: All or Nothing. At the Queensboro Elks Lodge. Overall, I
0: thought that this was an awesome show. Yeah, close, I would say the first two matches didn't get me hyped up. But once, I think around when um, the four-corner match, after that, the show was just on a roll. The show was clicking with me. I fucking loved it. But, I
1: completely agree. But honestly, like let's like, let, rock, going down the card of an indie show is always a little weird, but let's discuss exactly what happened. First, the first match of the night was a very unexpected one. It was It was um, Nikki Heat taking on the debuting superstar of Leroy. Leroy, Leroy Green Leroy, Leroy Green Leroy. who is in Ken Broadway's posse. And surprisingly, this was actually a pretty damn good match.
0: It was all right. This was, I think, Leroy's first match that I've seen. And he didn't do bad. He was really good. Flow, c Cash flow. R-N-C. Flow, R&C. Cause
2: Kish, if it don't make
0: flow,
3: dollars, then R-N-C. it don't make sense. Cash flow.
1: That if is it don't make dollars. then it don't make sense. Because if it don't make dollars, then it don't make sense. I, I was chanting that down the street when I was leaving the show. And of like, course
0: you were. People look at you like you're a fucking retard. <laughs> yes, you were. Oh, yes, they probably. <laughs> I am a witness
2: to this. I saw this <laughs> happening.
0: <laughs> oh, you saw. Me, oh, you saw me do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I walked right
1: by you, and you saw me doing this. First yes.
0: off, let's, let's, let's just let everybody know that Avenging Ben was not drinking that night. Gosh. So all that bull, all that stuff that he was doing. That was just on his own. He knew what he was doing. <laughs> if <it> don't pay, <laughs> he knew what he that was that doing. Make sense. Because if it don't,
2: Mr. Serrantino and I may not be able to say the same thing.
1: Oh Jesus! I wasn't drinking. He really wasn't. He's just like moving on. But that was a great match again. Smiley I had a
0: package of tissues. I was Smiley, ready to
1: go. Smiley and his girlfriend got involved in the match and helped <sighs> Leroy. It was a pretty good finish. I'm happy they gave the. I'm happy they gave the win to Leroy. I'm happy they did.
0: Yeah, and they actually, and House of Gore is finally doing something right. They always do certain things right, but when it comes to like building stories, that's like one thing that they lack in doing. Because the feud is Smiley and Nikki Heat. Nikki Heat RKO'd his girlfriend. And like for the past like three shows, like they haven't touched each other at all.
1: Which I'm happy they're finally moving forward with that storyline. Speaking of which, moving on, the next match on the card was Smiley versus E.A. James. <laughs> The newly turned heel, member of the New York Wrecking Crew, the Trust, EA James.
0: Oh, I know, before there was the, the Wrecking Crew against the Super Savages.
1: Wrecking Crew versus the Super Savages. Super Savages are such a fun team. The K-K- oh, Caveman and Monte, they're great.
0: They're, they're awesome. And I love the one spot, Chris Seaton. He hit a wicked clothesline on, on the superhero. My God. That was murderous. That should have ended the match, but no. It's an indie show. Got a kick out of two. Yeah. If there's one thing I will say, and this
1: is not something that's just solely applicable to House of Glory. This goes for every indie show. There are so many near falls. Yeah, Wait, you many. guys
2: forgot one thing.
1: What? Which Why is? this
2: tag team match was actually happening? Oh, that is that. a
1: true point. That's a good point. Unfortunately, we mentioned I, I, this last show that the I Hardy Boys... this
0: decision, so I didn't even want to mention it, but Ben, you can do it.
1: The Hardy Boys, who had won the House of Great <clears> Tag Team Championships from Private Party, unfortunately can no longer defend the championships in House of Glory. Boo! Which is unfortunate. So now, they are having a tag team tournament to determine the new champions. And so <laughs> the, let's just list them all off in quick succession, because really, as far as the tag team matches go, we can all just kind of group them together here. The first tag team match was New York Wrecking Crew versus Super Savages. New York Wrecking Crew went over.
0: Because yeah. they're the trust best faction in House of Yeah, and, and, then, I, and, I, and, I, and I like the finish of this match when... Um, they took off his mask. When they took off the mask, and that was... I kind of liked it. I, I wasn't really expecting it. Uh, for the love of God, Chris Seenan wiped that mask in his asshole, in his crotch, and then the fucking superhero puts the mask right back on his head.
1: Oh, like, God. what are you doing? What are you doing, man? Like, for
0: the love of God, at least put a towel over your head.
1: I think that's what they were doing, actually.
0: I don't know, but... Second, uh, if you if we were going to keep going, uh, EA James versus Smiley.
1: This was a really good match. I have to admit, there was this one point that just, I died when I saw this, literally because it looked painful. Smiley, who does insane flips, did this thing where he got tied up in the ropes and he looked like a mangled goddamn pretzel. That was awesome. Yeah, I think he also hit a springboard RKO, I believe. A springboard RKO, I believe that's his finisher. He also does the super, he also does the psycho wave. He jumps off the ropes, hits you with a big right hook, which is a solid move.
0: The overall... This was a good match, but the highlight of this match was the referee. Oh, boy. Here we go. This referee, just so you know, he's a grown man, but he, he's, he's the size of a child.
1: Oh, God, he is. So, I'm, I'm taller at, than him.
0: And in our section, there were people chanting. Every time, like, I think, like, either EA James or Smiley accidentally hit him, people would go, they would chant child abuse. And the fucking referee, you can see on his Brooklyn face, he was dying tonight. laughing.
1: He was dying. It was just like he gets murdered and people are like, No! You killed a child! Stop! He's already dead!
0: Oh my god. So, I, uh, Smiley wins.
1: Smiley wins. Fair enough. He was super over with everybody.
0: Kids love that guy. Yeah. He's a, gr- he's a great, angry talent. No doubt about it. But-
2: However, they try to kill our poor referee.
0: Oh, God. We'll get, we'll,
1: that happens all the time. Well, that's not really new for House of Glory. I think at least you have a one to two referee dying ratio for show.
0: <laughs> Referees are dying at each show. It's like it's like a couple – like last year, New Day was like Save the Tables. House of Glory should have a thing called Save the Refs.
1: Save There's the, a new sign. Save the Refs. Save Moving the on. Refs. To, there fine. was another tag team match. It was EYFBO versus the team of Sasha Jenkins from and, the Sexy World Order and Sonya Strong. This how was, uncomfortable! How
0: uncomfortable were you to say that? The a sexy, sexy world. world order.
1: Well, Michael, if you must know, a bit of me died inside, unfortunately. <laughs> 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 no, let it play it. <coughs> oh my god! It's I, 2016, I, 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 guys. It's 2016. Can we be beyond doing parodies of the new world order?
2: I mean, it's yeah. wrestling. The NWO will always make
0: parodies,
2: oh. but it doesn't it's gonna matter. happen.
0: But, but it's like try something different. I mean, if you are starting a tag team, it feels like your default option is let's just call ourselves something world order. It's like you can't just c- create a clever name by yourselves, but no. But that wasn't the whole point of this match. I like the psychology in this tag match.
1: If the whole because, story behind this match, this match actually told a pretty damn good story. Two stories at once, actually. Sasha yeah. Jenkins refuses to tag in Sonya Strong, who was tearing it up when she actually got in. She was tearing it up in this match. She, and The, whole, and the, he, and the, the story and the was he this. would not let her into the match because he didn't want her to get hurt. Because I think they are in storyline and in real life. I think those two are a couple, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Right. Oh, wait, what was the question? Sasha, Sa- uh, Sasha Jenkins and Sonya Strong, they are a couple, yes, no? I cannot
2: <laughs> confirm that. I'm sorry. But are, must but have been... I think,
0: I think like, uh, Sasha's um, gimmick is, like, he's no, their he, uh, number not a one
1: fan. They are not a couple. I apologize. I think that might have just been in storyline.
0: Yeah, he's He in storyline, he's, like, her number one fan.
1: Okay, my apologies if I got that wrong.
0: And the and the whole crux of this match was Sasha needed a partner because he was he entered himself in the tournament and he chose Sonya because he has no friends in House of Glory as of this moment so he picked Sonya. This was Sasha Jenkins' debut,
1: sir. So he needed he needed a good partner, and this worked very well. The big point coming out of this match is not only EYFBO went over, which they, those two are great. They were doing so many crazy good spots during this match. But the bit of the match that's worth talking about is the <laughs> this random girl who has appeared at two shows now comes out of the crowd. Actually, you and me kind of called this earlier. and was like, pay attention to the door behind us. I guarantee you somebody's going to run in.
0: And I saw her, and I was like, it's her. But... By the way, EYFBO wins and they advance. And Sonya's bitching Sasha out. Like you, like, you stupid motherfucker. Like, you should have tagged me. Why'd you pick me if you weren't going to tag me? But then, so, Sa- so Sasha goes into the back and Sonya's in the ring. She's pandering to the crowd. Then the woman, who, by the way, is a total badass. Because she pulled out a fucking wrench. And bashed Sonya Strong right in the back of the kneecap with it. Oh, my God.
1: And Sonya Strong, all the props to her, man. She sold that like murder. She was screaming bloody murder when that happened.
0: But you know what else was a House of Glory LOL moment of the night? It was when Sasha came back out. He carried her. Now, Sonya, you have to picture this. Sonya's grabbing her leg. The leg that just got hit with the wrench. So, Sasha is running to the back with her, but he hits her leg on the ring post the injured leg that the woman just hurt. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious.
1: That was a little <laughs> bit of a funny botch.
0: Moving on to what, in our that was... Stop laughing. That Stop. is
2: your next House of Glory Women's Champion.
1: Moving on, we are now talking about what, in our opinion, was probably one of the best matches of the night. It was the four-way tag team match for the tag team tournament, which included two-click, TJ Marconi, and Josh Glide. Who are – we interviewed TJ Marconi.
0: Which you can find our interview on my personal Facebook and Michael John Serratino. You can find that. Watch it.
1: Watch it. Listen to it. Love it. It's only
0: about like 15, 20 minutes.
1: And we did did a solid – he was very receptive, answered all of our questions. Give it a listen. It's a good interview. But moving on, we had Two Click versus the weird pairing of Cobra (coughs) and Bones – who was eating a, uh, eating a plastic foot the whole
0: match. Col- and this was Cobra's official House of Glory debut. And he looked pretty good. He was good. He wasn't bad. It was, he, he was ripping off the whole dodgeball like, Cobra thing. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I was expect When, when I looked... Because um, people from House of Glory like, passed out a sheet which, like, with all the matches on it. And I saw a Cobra, and I was like, well, who the fuck is a Cobra? Like, what is this? <laughs> so then we see him, and it's like, oh, it's just a normal guy that just named himself Cobra. Yeah. Which I was fine with it. But move then, the next... we get, then, we, then we get to team number three. Good Hank Flanders and Andy Lee Ray.
2: Okay. From... The unborn, he's Andy Lee Ray. He's back. A few points on this
1: match. Andy Lee Ray was dressed up like Shinsuke Nakamura for some weird reason.
0: Yes, I'm, he's a big fan. Probably but, is. But good Hank Flanders, meanwhile, is wearing a TJ Marconi shirt. and He's
1: facing TJ Marconi in the match. Contextually, it makes zero sense. But honestly, less said the better, these two were hilarious together. The entire <laughs> match... Andy Luray is calling out Good Hank Flanders for what a asshole he was.
0: Yeah, and then also, by the way, the fourth team was Herbal Affairs.
1: My, with my boy, Toasty Tom.
0: And thank you, Toasty Tom, for the sound drop.
1: We got a couple drops from a couple of people during the show. You heard it, the show open up with Brian the mm. Machine Cage opening up our show, which thank you so much, Brian Cage, for doing that. But I also got one from, of all people, Smiley, and I got one from Toasty Tom. And funny, and by the way, the big spot coming out of this match, which was incredibly brutal, was was TJ Marconi murdering Toasty Tom with his ukulele. Oh my god! When
0: he bashed the impact of a of a toy ukulele hitting another grown man in the head, that sounded so fucking wicked. That sound
1: was so loud, I jerked back in my seat. You and did what?
0: Was... Wait, what wait what what'd you do? You jerked?
1: <laughs> yes, I jerked back in my seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Get your head out of the gutter, you piece of shit. Get Mr. Out ben,
0: of... there are children at this show. Yeah.
1: Get... <laughs> not for long.
0: Not Doesn't for... matter. Do you hear the chance that people do at these house of glory shows? Kids oh. are not allowed at these shows.
1: They are not. But well, didn't you on that weird thing that on that new law that's getting passed in New York, didn't like uh The uh, New York State Athletic Commission say that children under seven years old aren't allowed at these shows anymore.
2: They were never meant to actually be at these shows, but who follows that law?
0: Nobody does. Nobody!
2: It's delightful! delightful. Which is why you need the law, Ray
1: Ramundo. But one of the best, actually. One of the
2: best,
1: honestly. (laughs) Damn you, DJ. I loved the bit where... Andy Lee Ray and uh, Hank Flanders are duking it out on the corner. They're like getting at each, they're getting at each other's throats. And Good Flanders is like, "What's your problem, man?" And Andy Lee Ray jumping up and down like a cartoon character says, "Because you are an asshole." That was awesome.
0: That was fun. And then, then proceeded the dives, suicide dives everywhere. Suicide dives. Colbert did a dive. dive. Colbert did, did a dive.
1: dive. Herbal Affairs did a dive. Josh Glyde did a dive, and then. T.J. Marconi just
0: got thrown.
1: Got thrown. And then, and see, then
0: the trust fall, the, the best spot in this whole match.
1: T.J. Marconi does a trust fall off the top turnbuckle onto a bunch of dudes. And then Josh Glide rolls back in the ring and gets the pin for the win. So two-click advance in the tag team tournament.
0: Two-click better win this tournament because I feel like they haven't been used right in House of Glory. And they have, they have so much charisma.
1: They really, they really do. We asked, uh, uh, TJ Marconi, nicest <clears throat> man on the planet, gave a really warm, he really was really warm and friendly when he talked about his uh, tag team partnership with, Glott, with Josh Glide. He said, when I came to the House of Glory, it was full of vanilla midgets, but Josh Glide, he was the diamond in the rough.
0: Yeah, if you if you look at them, it's kind of like uh, Shawn Michaels, Diesel kind yeah, vibe when you really get works. them.
1: Funny enough, our DJ has just informed us that actually this tournament is for a number one contender shot for the House of Glory Tag Team Championship. The Broken Hearties will return to House of Glory. That's not what
0: the booker said at the beginning of the show.
1: But we're getting an up-to-date update. Rob
0: right Blatt now. is not a booker. He's the representative of management. Whatever the fuck. He's not a booker. The fuck, whatever the fuck he is. It's storyline. It's storyline. He's, he, story he's the one that makes matches. He's the one that promotes them. Yeah. And, he, and, and he specifically said that the Hardys will not be coming back. Oh, my God. Moving
2: on. He will be fired after
1: that. <laughs> moving on, we had the... Bring back Brian, please. The House Bring of, it back on TV. We have the House of Glory Crown Jewel Championship, renamed from the Elite Championship. Which is
0: which was, which was a stupid decision.
1: Yeah, they should have kept it as the Elite Championship. But moving on, we now have... It was Flow Ken Broadway... Ghetto Strong Style. Ghetto Strong Style. Murder by Kicks versus Tony. <laughs> Nunes. This match was
0: awesome. This
1: match kicked so much ass.
0: By the way, let's just talk about the. Let's talk about the belt because mm. the belt is fucking awesome.
1: The belt, honestly, that championship is one of the best designed championships I've seen in a while, and it.
0: That belt should be their world
1: championship. It really should be. I mean, honestly, the House of Glory Championship, we have differing opinions on this. The House of Glory Heavyweight Championship doesn't look terrible, but it doesn't really look like a world championship.
0: Yeah, it looks like a secondary, and it looks like it's, it's made for God, but God's not, God's not wrestling. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but, but
1: then we have but the, the Elite Championship, the, the Crown Jewel Championship looks fantastic.
0: Yeah, Broadway and Nice, they totally killed it. I liked the dynamic with Ken Broadway and Matt Travis.
1: Oh my god, our DJ just informs us. There goes Brian XL being a guest on the show. No, we love House of Glory. No, we
0: love you. We love House of Glory. It's just the belts. Like, you can just see the big difference. Okay, time for me to leave the show now.
1: (laughs) You know, he's going to get fired. He's going to get fired. Moving on, moving on. We're moving on. We're we shit talking. We're cracking jokes. Truth is, this was yeah, it's all this jokes. This was it's an amazing jokes. show. And if you have the if you have the time and the money, go see House of Glory. They put on some of the best matches in the New York area.
0: And if, and if you can't go to any of the live events, buy the DVDs.
1: Buy the DVDs. Buy the, the, buy the what's the what's the website right? Buy the digital downloads. They have digital downloads of every. Uh, show mostly every show, and you can find digital downloads on Wrestling dot net. Go buy them; they're only ten bucks a show. I just bought House of Glory versus Beyond Wrestling, and I it was very fun to relive that show. Uh, also,
2: you can find us on YouTube at House of Glory Wrestling, on Facebook at House of Glory Wrestling. Always stay tuned to our Facebook so you can get the latest updates and all the news of next events, including our next event being. House of Glory presents Unbreakable.
1: We'll get to Unbreakable in just a little bit, but before we do, let's finish up with All or Nothing. So, so, Bro- get- so Broadway wins. Broadway goes over, which was an amazing finish, and then and,
0: and, and Ken Broadway, by the way, on social media, he's so fucking funny. He goes, <laughs> so I beat a raw superstar, and I'm still here. Does <laughs> that make any sense at all? <laughs> he's fucking awesome.
1: But moving on, I think we've got every single match, so I think we can get to the main event and the big finish. Wait, you forgot a match. No, we covered it. You forgot a match. What did I forget?
2: The Private Party versus the
1: Beaver Boys. Private Party versus the Beaver Boys. I saw a lot of this, and honestly, I think it's almost redundant at this point to say that, oh, I think Private Party had a good match. All their tag team matches are awesome. Yeah. And which is and why and they
2: are tag team champ. they were tag team champions for a so little while.
1: <laughs> they were and they again this what you put two great tag teams in a match together and you put them together and it was an amazing match. They did this spot where three guys were stacked on top of each other like Lincoln logs and friggin Mark Quinn jumps up and lands on all three of them which was an amazing spot. So private party go over they're advancing in the tournament which, again, amazing match. Google Private Party. They are amazing. And plus, their theme song kicks so much ass. It's a, it's a great one when they're coming out.
0: Yeah, oh my. And, and just so you know, at these shows, with, when Private Party comes out, me and Ben do the millions of dollars dance.
1: And then we, we do the millions of dollars dance, and uh, two or three guys jo- joined in with us this time.
0: So if you see two white boys in the back doing a millions of dollars cha- uh, dance, come join us. Come join the us. More, the more the merrier. Delightful. <laughs> Delightful.
2: I was dying
0: of laughter watching you guys do that. Yes. Oh, my God. I saw you. You were dying
1: over there. but Because you,
0: up- you were sitting there with your little handkerchief. You, was, you were wiping whatever the hell you were wiping off. And you looked so <laughs> disappointed at us.
1: You did. You looked like a disapproving parent. It was so... Hilarious. The law
0: disapproves
2: of the this. The law
1: disapproves. <laughs> but moving on, we got to the main event of the evening. We Ethan, have. Ethan we Carter III versus Brian
0: Fucking EC3. Brian Cage was the man that night.
1: And by the way, this match was so friggin' awesome. You get put two big hosses in the ring with each other. Yeah, and this match was television-quality wrestling. It was so good.
2: And it only happens at House of Glory.
1: It really does. And, fun, and speaking of what, this match was building to an amazing finish. We didn't know who was going to win. And then... Out of nowhere, a masked man entered through the crowd wearing a familiar-looking V for Vendetta mask. And sure enough, he pulls off the mask Chris and, and hands, hands the referee a piece of paper. And sure enough, he rips off his mask to reveal the rogue Anthony, Anthony King, Gank- Gank- of- cashing in his long-overdue championship <clears throat> match he won over a year ago at Fight for New York in the House of Glory Rumble. And he cashed it in, turned it into a triple-threat match, won the match, and then proceeded to say, fuck House of Glory, and ran out the door... To the champ. Don't, don't
0: forget, he hit, he, hit, he hit the ref. hit, he hit the referee hit
1: the right in the face. He guys. killed our ref. So long as so, you say goodbye again. to your championship, ran out the door, and sure enough, I don't know when we're going to be seeing that title again.
0: It might be a while. could
1: be a while before we have a legitimate heavyweight championship match at uh, a House of Glory event.
0: I bet it was funny because, like, during the match, I was like thinking, I'm like, they have to do something. I th- I'm thinking something's gonna happen, and I looked to you and I said, I think Gangun's showing up.
1: But you were saying it in jest as a joke.
0: Yeah, I was like, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Imagine he just comes out and just fucking cashes in his contract and wins the title. Because I was, I was thinking like, they're gonna, they're gonna turn the lights off. He's gonna appear in the ring. He's gonna do something. And then the fucker ran, runs past us, and it was like, wait a minute, did I, just, f- did I just jinx it?
1: You did. And then sure enough, Anthony Gangone posted a video on his Facebook, go look it up, and you can see the camera pans over to a very excited-looking gentleman screaming, I called it! I called it! <laughs> and, that, and Mike, who was that man? Who was that
3: man?
0: It was me. <laughs> it was you.
2: It was me, Austin. It was me, Austin.
0: And people then proceeded to tell me to sit my fat ass down, which, yeah. which I love you people for doing that. Yep. That was very grateful. because, And then after that, Brian Cage and EC3 would just look at each other like, what the fuck? Me and Ben are chanting, you got fucked.
1: And then EC3 proceeds to dance to Justin Bieber music. That's
0: the moment, <laughs> that's the moment we... That's have, how you end an indie show.
1: That's how you end an indie show. That's the moment we officially realized, okay, it's time to go home. <laughs>
0: yeah, because like, ECT he, he, e. Th- was just like standing out there. He's like, I, I don't want to leave you guys unhappy. It's like, dude, we're happy. Can we please go home? <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have
1: work in the morning. I have
0: work at seven in the morning. I can't watch you do have another match. But no, he danced to Justin Bieber. It was entertaining. All in
1: and all, that, that all in all that was House of Glory. All, or, all in all that was all or nothing, and all in all it was really damn
0: good. On a, on a if I was to rate this uh, indie show, I would give it a, I would give it an eight point five. Eight point five,
1: a solid, a solid uh, B, B, B minus.
0: I wouldn't say B minus. B plus. Like B plus. Close to, yeah, B A minus. It was a great show, but...
1: If you were disappointed that you missed House of Glory All or Nothing, have no fear. House of Glory will be returning in just a few weeks in October for their next event, Unbreakable. Raymundo, would you like to tell the nice people what will be happening at House of Glory Unbreakable?
2: We have a nice array of superstars coming in, including just announced today the European sensation Zach Sabre. Junior has been added we also will be having the debut of Cody Rhodes I thought his name was
1: just Cody now
2: I believe we can still use Rhodes we are not TNA we are House of Lords. and also not to forget we will have the technical caveman himself we have Trevor Lee
1: So there you have
2: this, all this, and
1: more at the at Jamaica Queens in three weeks. Go check out the Facebook page. Go buy some tickets. They are going fast. House of Glory, Unbreakable. It is going to be one hell of a show. Well, guys, I think that should just about do it for us here on the General Mission Podcast. But before we wrap it up, we are going to start a brand new segment called the Indie Updates, where we are going to mention a ton of upcoming indie shows in the in the new york area that you can go and enjoy at any time it's time for the indie update with the general admission wrestling podcast first off on october 8th it is going to be kaiju kaiju big batel danger things at the bell house this is—I have no idea what the show is, but it's going to be at the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York. And I don't—the uh, the page for this is very sparse, but I'm looking forward to anything that has the name of giant monsters in the title. So if this is any close to as crazy as I think it's going to be, I'd go see this. I will be there. If you, we'll have you back on the show, and you can report to us how it went. I will be in attendance on the night of October fifteenth. For one night only at the Queensboro Elks Lodge presented by ICW. I see I see I see ICW, ICW, ICW. ICW. And it's not Elite. Really, it is going to have Danny De, Danny Demento, Shane. DeMonto. DeMonto. Demonto! How dare you mention his name Demento, <laughs> Demonto, Sadler, <laughs> Joey Janella, Trevor Lee, Homicide, Teddy Hart, Derange, Papa Don. Amazing, amazing wrestlers this night. So come on down to the Queensboro Elks Lodge for one night only presented by ICW. Next up, it is going to be as previously mentioned, Unbreakable, October twenty-first, presented by House of Glory Wrestling. That is going to be a good show, Amazura, Jamaica. Don't miss it. Up next on October twenty-second, it is going to be 2K Pro. It is going to be Saturday, October twenty-second, in the Bronx. Come on down. It is going to be EYFBO are going to be there, and it is going to be an amazing show. Come on down. And finally, for the indie update, it is going to be. Five Borough Wrestling on October the 23rd, and it's their new show called Funny Enough. Five Borough Wrestling always comes up with funny names for their shows, and this one is titled Don't Call It a Comeback. And then the main event is going to be Mike Verna versus The Juice, JT Dunn, so I assure you that is going to be an amazing match. Five Borough Wrestling, go check them out. Go buy some tickets. They're going quick.
2: You can catch me at all those shows. I will be in attendance for each and every one
1: trust me, we'll have you back on the show and we will finally and we will discuss all, as many of them as we can. We love to promote smaller indie promotions <clears> and we love to give them enough exposure so they can keep going. And we're yep. going to end the show with a special question from our DJ. He's going this, to end this our
0: show this, this will be a weekly segment
1: where the DJ with- will propose a question to the group and we will do our best to answer it.
0: And he asks, What would you do to improve impact if you bought TNA?
1: That's a good question. So how about Raymond? You're our guest. How about you start it off?
2: What would I do to improve impact? I would have to say more originality. Try to forget about what WWE is doing. Do your own product. Put your guys over. Don't Don't just put over everybody that was in WWE. You'll be
0: a better company.
1: Very good. Thank you very much. Mike, what would you do to improve TNA?
0: Well, what I do, I would personally change the name completely. Get rid of the TNA initials, because at this point, this it's like so much controversy around it. I would, I don't know what I would change it to, but when, if I were to promote this company, I'm not going to promote it as TNA, because the first thing people are going to think of is tits and ass. That's not Unfortunately. what Unfortunately. <laughs> So I would put per- the product is fine in- with the wrestling. All the wrestlers are fucking awesome. I, my business standpoint would be just change the names and the initial.
2: Serentino, would you call it MMW Milkman Wrestling? Oh fuck you. <laughs> Moving on to me,
1: what I would do to improve TNA? Honestly, I would just go back to frankly old school booking. I wouldn't try and imitate anybody else. I would stop imitating WWE. I'd stop imitating. Other promotions, I would just do your own thing, be innovative, utilize your entire roster better, build better stories. That's how I would improve TNA.
0: And by the way, if I were to rename it, I would go Bukaki. <laughs>
1: And that's where we're going to end it. Thank you, guys, once again, for tuning in to a weird, wild, and all-around offensively disgusting episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Once again, I am Avenging Ben. I am home Up Mike Evans. thank you. the Big thanks thanks to our guest, Ray Ray Raymundo, House of Glory wrestling student. Thank you so much for being on the show, man.
2: Thank you again for having me. The law approves of this episode.
1: The law proves indeed. So once again, I'm, I'm Ben. He's Mike. He's Raymundo. Thank you for listening, and you guys have a sick fucking night. Good night.
0: My name is Jeff. <laughs> Be my theme song for
1: cocky Wrestling, by the way. And uh, this dumb bastard, if he had just listened, he would have found out there's another piece of pattern you could take out from it. So he's having these guys take bumps in a friggin' boxing ring. Dennis cares about y'all, right? <laughs> 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 I hope to God he never hears me do that. He will be so. Lorenz Dean will be on the General Mission Wrestling Podcast. Coming soon to the general admission wrestling podcast, Mr. Lorenz Dean. Oh,
0: Bukaki!
2: Bukaki! Bukaki, motherfucker! Oh, this is Mr. Bukaki, and you are listening to the general Mission wrestling Bukaki.